or a word. Some definite word that had stirred memories, thoughts, pleasures gone by, excitement, recalling something that had been vivid and alive, something which he himself had not only seen, but observed. No, he had done more, he had taken part. Taken part in what? And why? And where? All sorts of places. The answer came quickly at the last thought. All sorts of places. On an island, in Corsica, at Monte Carlo, watching the croupier, spinning his roulette wheel, a house in the country, all sorts of places. And he had been there. And someone else. Yes, someone else. It all tied up with that. He was getting there at last. If he could just... He was interrupted at that moment by the chauffeur, coming to the window with the garage mechanic in tow behind him. Won't be long now, sir, the chauffeur assured Mr. Satterthwaite cheerfully. Matter of ten minutes or so. Not more. Nothing seriously wrong, said the mechanic, in a low, hoarse country voice. Teeth in troubles, as you might say. Mr. Satterthwaite did not cluck this time. He gnashed his own teeth. A phrase he had often read in books, and which in old age he seemed to have got into the habit of doing himself, due, perhaps, to the slight looseness of his upper plate. Really? Teething trouble. Toothache. Teeth-gnashing, false teeth, one's whole life centred, he thought, about teeth. Dovid and Kingsbourne's only a few miles away, said the chauffeur, and they've a taxi here. You could go on in that, sir, and I'll bring the car up later as soon as it's fixed. No, said Mr. Satterthwaite. He said the word explosively, and both the chauffeur and the mechanic looked startled. Mr. Satterthwaite's eyes were sparkling. His voice was clear and decisive. Memory had come to him. I propose, he said, to walk along the road we have just come by. When the car is ready, you will pick me up there. The Harlequin Cafe, I think it's called. That's not very much of a place, sir, the mechanic advised. That is where I shall be, said Mr. Satterthwaite, speaking with a kind of regal autocracy. He walked off briskly. The two men stared after him. Don't know what's got into him, said the chauffeur. Never seen him like that before. The village of Kingsbourne Ducas did not live up to the old-world grandeur of its name. It was a smallish village, consisting of one street, a few houses, shops that were dotted rather unevenly, sometimes betraying the fact that they were houses which had been turned into shops, or that they were shops which now existed as houses, without any industrial intentions. It was not particularly old-world or beautiful. It was just simple and rather unobtrusive. Perhaps that was why, thought Mr. Satterthwaite, that a dash of brilliant colour had caught his eye. Ah, here he was at the post office. The post office was a simply functioning post office, with a pillar-box outside, a display of some newspapers and some postcards, and surely next to it, yes, there was the sign up above. The Harlequin Café. A sudden qualm struck Mr. Satterthwaite. Really, he was getting too old. He had fancies. Why should that one word stir his heart? The Harlequin Café. The mechanic at the service station had been quite right. It did not look like a place in which one would really be tempted to have a meal. A snack, perhaps. A morning coffee. Then why? But he suddenly realized why. Because the café, 
or perhaps one could better put it as the house that sheltered the café, was in two portions. One side of it had small tables with chairs round them, arranged ready for patrons who came here to eat. But the other side was a shop, a shop that sold china. It was not an antique shop, it had no little shelves of glass vases or mugs, it was a shop that sold modern goods, and the show window that gave on the street was at the present moment housing every shade of the rainbow. A tea set of largish cups and saucers, each one of a different colour, blue, red, yellow, green, pink, purple. Really, Mr. Satterthwaite thought, a wonderful show of colour. No wonder it had struck his eye as the car had passed slowly beside the pavement, looking ahead for any sign of a garage or a service station. It was labelled with a large card as a Harlequin tea set. It was the word Harlequin, of course.